Hello. What's happening, dude? I've been putting together a uh, the Prusa Mark III. Oh, my goodness. Which has been really fun. You got the kit, so you're doing the assembly. Yeah, yeah, hot out of the Czech Republic. Ooh, um, nice. Kind of putting it together, and um, it's been a good way. Like, my kid is not quite old enough that she wants to significantly participate i mean she so she had me she lined up all of her stuffed animals today and asked me to teach them about 3d printing um that's great so she wanted me to tell them she was not very interested herself Uh uh it's interesting to see how they use stand-ins like that so she's like kind of aware of it but then while i'm building it it's boring and then she says play with me and i'm like i'm right here but i'm you know i'm gonna screw this thing in for a little while and then it kind of forces her to go off and do something that's not on the ipad or whatever yeah. So it's been it's been a good way to do I think there's an actual term for it like parallel play or something but I do that and I'm kind of available but not you know she still has to be creative to have fun. How, how have you found the build going? Oh, it's it's pretty good. Um I mean clearly there's, you know, the manuals written by somebody with English as a second language uh-huh, so you just uh-huh. have to read it. I mean it's pretty good. Um uh, but you have to read it pretty carefully and then I think I just got to one section where you get these like little slides that um uh, these bearings that slide back and forth on rods that move the stage and why um and there's something about how you have to align a section of bearings ball bearings with the rod and the writing was just really kind of chunky Mm -hmm. so i just Mm -hmm. had to assume i'm doing it right and punt i mean i guess i could have looked it up online and double check but so i've I've run into one of those so far and then i think they're also um improving the design so a lot of the parts are now um reversible so you can install it up or down and it shouldn't matter wow um but the parts are still marked on one side with a with a small little indentation like a partial drill bit Uh uh um which it may which scares me because they say oh it doesn't matter but the part is still marked as if it matters Uh Uh Uh, so Uh just some little stuff like that but but i've been really impressed by the quality of the kit so far that's cool I did not get my 3D printer as a kit. I could have. Um, oh. I was, I was too scared. <laughs> but but I did have a number of um, self-imposed and other issues, you know? Mm. Um, and so then I had to do some surgery on mine a couple times. Yeah. And, uh, well, I had a couple of strange issues that uh, I'm not sure how they got resolved. <laughs> um you know when you you troubleshoot a thing and you and you try three things and then you do a test and you don't know which of the three things actually uh, fix yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So there was mm-hmm. a lot of that happening to me. I think one of the issues was there's a temperature probe in the there's a heated bed in the Prusa Mark II, which I think yours has as well. And yeah, um, so. the heated bed has a you know a thermistor thermocouple something in it on the under on the underside to detect the heat but if it if it if it gets out of a certain range it just faults because it doesn't know what happened and Mm. so i think there was a wiring problem i think all my problems were essentially wiring problems either a short or something like that you know okay um uh, in the pre-built version that's interesting yeah um and there was I, i think it was one of those things where you know there was some kept on tape that or is that orange clear tape is that called Capton? captain yep yep you get it things like you know it would it would short out halfway through the print you know and just yeah. go like, burp, and you're like dang it so but yeah no, no big deal it feels more scary in a way to take apart something you didn't put together 
knowing you have to put it back together again correctly. Yeah, yeah. Where if I had built it in the first place, I think I would have um, probably run into more errors, but would have felt more grounded about mm-hmm. the whole experience and stuff. So I kind of, it, it does make me, you know, last week I lamented, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever take mine apart to do the upgrade. But in some ways, like that's the opportunity to um, really learn a lot about the 3D printer. So. Dude, take it take it down to every nut and bolt. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, this is my rifle. Down. This is my gun. That's right. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah. what is that? Uh, um, Full metal jacket. Yeah, yeah. So, Taylor, you know, I was stuck last week. Uh, yeah, you were. And I, I pulled through. And I, I pulled through. Um, you gave me two and a half uh, creative challenges last mm-hmm. week. You gave me uh, Cop Someone Else's Style, uh, which I was inspired by. And you gave me um, Make a Mental Map of a Room, or a you know a journey that you take day to day yeah and then on a whim you're like oh, or you know just check out spark ar like i was doing and that's the, that's the one i decided to run with it was the spark ar one um and it's really pretty cool and so i uploaded a little video well it's actually a huge video which is another <laughs> yeah. thing i'll talk about let's see the um, preview should i play the preview while you're talking about it yeah i mean it's a six second video and somehow it ended up being 200 megs <laughs> <laughs> so spark ar uh uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's not my video but we have a lollipop it should be okay i'm recording a podcast so you gotta go upstairs but i love you no now you gotta go upstairs sorry you're gonna make rob have to edit this okay i'm gonna come see you soon i love you enjoy your lollipop all right. <laughs> so I'm I'm downloading this video. <laughs> what uh, can I ask about that conversation? Yeah, could you understand any of it? I don't know how how my mic picked it up. Kids speak in a language that their parents can really understand, but maybe other people can't. And I feel like I heard the words pizza and IKEA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever taken her to IKEA. Uh, pizza was in there yeah she you know as with many kids of her generation she's recorded constantly so they evolve Mm -hmm. pretty quickly and understanding what the heck is that yeah it sounded like a ball bearing bouncing on the yeah there's like a i think it's the um uh the thing that prevents the door from opening up all the way oh yeah 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 nice i'm trying to figure out if here let me Hold on. I'm going to go run and get it real quick. Can you hang on a sec? I'm just going to let the recording go. Yeah, sure. This is awesome. We we can uh, imagine what's happening right now. Okay. Sounds like Taylor's having a conversation. I'm not sure what. I'll put the whole music in here. still there oh yeah <laughs> uh, life finds a way rob it sure does yeah uh <laughs> okay so <laughs> i'm gonna take a look at your video i just had to download oh yeah here. cool uh red you've kind of got a um like an Irwin worm thing going on what's Irwin worm Irwin worm you know he did have you ever seen that sculpture it's of a uh, fat corvette 
So they actually redid the bodywork, so it looks like it's got like cellulite and big wrinkles and stuff over the wheel wells and all that. Whoa. Oh, E R W I N last name Worm W U R M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their real last name, Worm. Yeah, but then he also did this thing called uh, One Minute Sculptures, where he's just like pinching um, film, like camera film canisters in his eye sockets, and so you oh, get like that's awesome. Yeah, these, uh, black rods projecting out of your face holes. You're like a uh, like an extruded um, snowman or something. So Spark AR is pretty cool. It's amazingly sophisticated. Yeah. Like for a free program, right? Yeah, and and um I mean, do you do you know do you know so I'm a little bit unsure what it's for. Like I know you can make Instagram filters out of it, but is there mm-hmm. other stuff that you are Do they have s- someone in mind who it's for? Like um like a kind of augmented reality storytelling or like a workplace use? Do you have any sense of? So, so I don't really use Instagram lenses or any of that stuff. I mean, I know the cynical view is that aren't there apps every once in a while that just turn out to be like Russian um, personal information farms, like that app that made you look older or something. Uh uh Um, But I think every time you get onto Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, the filters are new. So, um, They'll have a couple oh. that are really popular. Like there's one that makes you look like a man with a little beard. Um, and so, you know, you can kind of like gender swap. So that those ones are always there. But then there's always this set that's um, always new. Now, they're they're all very similar. Like, oh, there's hearts sparkling over here, hearts sparkling over there. But I, I think the idea is just to keep you coming back to something again and again, which would otherwise just kind of be a parlor trick. Um, yeah. It's, it still is. But I think it's just out there to... to try to get the um, app to maintain its relevancy. You know, it's quite advanced. It's not as play school as you would imagine Mm-mm, it would be no. based on its description. Um, and like you have to know certain uh, kind of 3D rendering concepts, like what a material is. Right. And like a shader and stuff. Like like it's quite sophisticated. It makes me feel like that like maybe, maybe they were going to make their own game engine or something and then decided that this was a different i don't know i i think it's an internal know. tool that they released yeah like uh-huh, i think uh-huh. this is it's not like a training wheels version right of the thing that they use it's just what they used it's a little bit impenetrable in a weird mm-hmm. way but then at the same time it's not like like they did a really good job with the help to make you feel like yeah, you're onboarding for sure but then like as soon as the onboarding drops off you're like whoa what do i uh, what? like what do i do what was nice is, you know, you get the kind of sta- standard welcome onboarding kind of thing where they highlight different areas of the UI. Mm-hmm, right. But then it kept going, which I thought was really nice. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. got the little tutorial up on YouTube for anyone who wants to check it out. So I, mine, I just took these like, like coal black, like, um, what's the blackest black? Vanta black. Yeah. Fan- yeah. Vanta black, like no shadow, no nothing, like just, and I just ran them through both my eye sockets, my nose and my mouth. Because you had mentioned sort of that like like plastic surgery style filters were, you know, troubling. And so like they were, yeah, they were trying to like figure out a way to navigate that. And I was like, well, what if it's just about like making your face as not face as possible? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a cool version of it, too, um, where you can just show the the sort of neutral face that it's tracking over the top of you. Uh, and you can get that even either like a Harlequin check marks or just a gray, sort of like a, 
a blank canvas, but it's face shaped and it's in 3D. Uh-huh. Um, so you should check out just that default feature too, if you're interested in that yeah, nell- cool. nullification. Cool. I know you, you gave me a challenge too, sound, yes. which I noodled around with a bit and got absolutely nowhere with <laughs> um, as I was fi- finishing off these other things I'm working on. So yeah, t- today is is all you, Rob. Did you um, did you wind up trying your um, map from memory? No, I was I, I had this idea at first where I was going to try to make the map from memory with Spark AR. Like I thought I could oh. like combine the two, but Heavy I realized I, I bit off too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got going on? Anything good? I have one thing I want to share. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm finishing up uh, or just finish up the Amazon series, The Boys, which oh, is a good. Um, it's about um, superheroes as if they're just kind of regular people and they're sort of jerks and they're work workplace politics and uh-huh, <laughs> things like uh-huh. that um it's, it's violent and and uh sort of gratuitous and so forth but that one i've been enjoying and then um yeah i've been uh making paper mache i'm making a paper mache mask right now i'm taking the time to do it right and Ooh, then also nice. putting this 3d printer together and then working on your sound challenge um and then just sort of picking away at some other stuff that i need to do like um get my studio space. I, I made an assignment for my students. Oh, here, you might like this one. Um, so the assignment for my students is they were kind of shifting gears from meeting in person to working at home. The assignment was um, to sort of envision their perfect studio if they had no budget in terms of money or time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then to think about what they actually have and then sort of craft that space so they could be as um, creative as possible in it. So to really think about working on their studio as part of their creative practice. And it was really interesting to see what came in because some of the students, you know, like presumably it's that they have parents that are quite far away and they couldn't afford mm. the plane ticket or maybe, you yeah. know, in another country or something and they have visa um, limitations and whatever. So so some of them were just like crashing at a, you know, a distant relative's couch or something. And they had to come up with, you know, what's my quote studio space look like when I'm only allowed to have this crap in one corner of the dining room until Mm -hmm, 6 mm -hmm. p.m. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, And so, yeah, it was just really cool to see them do that work. And in a lot of cases, I try to always assign things that I know I should do too. Um, And in some cases, it's embarrassing enough to me that I'm preaching but not practicing that then I get around to following my own assignments. But that's one Uh uh that you might might enjoy. Oh, my link, Taylor, Mm -hmm. is surf.city. That's S-U-R-F dot C-I-T-Y. I, just, I didn't know dot city was a domain name. I was just about cool. to say that, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's um, it's a really <laughs> cool collection of channels. And the channels have names. Taylor, are you on the, are you on the site? I'm looking at it, yeah. Yeah, cool. Go ahead and, and uh, surf through a couple channels and tell me what the names are. Um, news, sports, cartoons, upcoming. And I like that like sports, for instance, isn't necessarily going to have football on it. Yeah. Like one of the channels I saw, maybe it was sports was this really interesting, like um, specifically crafted version of super Mario three made yeah. to be intentionally very difficult. Maybe that's the one that. Is oh, sure. There, There's but... that whole um, community. I forget the name of it, but they're basically community authored levels, right? Yeah. And it's like really, really hard. Like, um, but like this person was doing these like amazing uh, moves with 
you know, Mario. Yeah, it was really cool. And then um, one of the channels is just a slowly exploding volcano, which is really nice. The meme channel. Um, the meme channel. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, what else was there? Here's a channel just called Wood, where somebody's carving a a handmade Goku. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. An algorithm-free, browsable network of video channels dedicated to a variety of fascinating things to watch other than the news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, chore. We have to come up with Yeah, let's, let's shout out a chore. Yeah, I'd like to shout out to people who are um, trying to, well, that's not really a chore. I was going to say like precariously holding a tiny machine nut while trying to um, screw into it, which is my oh yeah current occupation without losing it to the carpet or whatever. But but what? let's make it more pedestrian. What kind of chore do you yeah. want to talk about? I have two chores I want to shout out. Go. The, the, the first one is... Um, is another dusting one, which was mine from last week. Mm-hmm. But it's people who are dusting in between the knobs. <laughs> Risque. Yeah, because the knobs are always like, if you're dusting some sort of piece of electronic equipment, it's one thing to dust around the knobs, but it's a totally different thing to dust in between the knobs. Dusting twixt your knobs. Yeah, <laughs> yes. We should shout out our Patreon supporters. And introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah. You go first this time. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, I'm Taylor Hokinson. I'm an artist, educator, DIY enthusiast, CAD CAM evangelist, noted tall person, Midwestern Viking, and I'm a he, his kind of guy. Wow. You nailed it this time, Taylor. Boom. My name is Rob Ray. I use he, his gender pronouns. I'm a designer by day and an artist otherwise, and I make music and objects using the name Shimmering Trash Pile. Uh, Patreon supporters, thank you, thank you. I uh, would like to give a shout out to Wesley Ellis, Charlene McBride, Adam Mayer, Deb Chatra, Blonnie Hacks, Nick Kantar, Walter Katundu, and David Bellhorn. They're our top Patreon supporters. If you'd like to join them in the League of Patreon Supporter Badasses, please go to patreon.com slash opposable thumbs to sponsor us. Our podcast is dedicated to providing a harassment-free experience for everyone, regardless of race, gender, age, sexual orientation, disability, physical appearance, body size, knowledge of subject matter, or religion, or lack thereof. We actively support an inclusive environment, and we want you to be a part of it. Taylor, hang mm. in there, man. It's 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 only getting weirder. Back at you. You know, the one thing I will recommend on the way out here that everybody do, if you're a parent, is call all your friends and have them prepare a five-minute lesson to teach to your oh, kid. And then That's great. I did this with Chris Riley just on a whim. It was super fun, so... Charlie and I called up Chris and he gave us a little lecture about he was repotting some plants that had gotten too big for their little platter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or maybe he was like splitting them off because that kind of plant could um, uh, could yeah. do that or whatever. But it was great. And it was just a chance for her to see something. We, you know, I had no expectations about what he would do and he just showed up with whatever. And um, it seemed cool. And if you don't have a kid or if you know a lot of stuff, uh, reach out to your buddies with kids and say, hey, I'm doing a class about X. Have some that fun. That is so cool. That's great. Because they're into it right now. I mean, they're so bored. Yeah. And if it doesn't feel like a heavily articulated class, you're just like, yo, I'm going to teach you about the difference between dirt and soil. Or yeah. Whatever, like yeah. whatever it happens to And me. they get to meet someone new or someone they haven't seen in a while. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really great. Try yeah. it out. That's cool. Cool. Taylor, I'll see you next week. All right, boss. Take it easy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs>